bringing it home with Sarah and Tennille. Sarah, we have reached the end of June. So fast. I know. My summer's going too fast. We need to slow it down. <laughs> slow it down. I know, but um, a holiday's coming up. We got the 4th of July weekend ahead of us. I know. What about some fireworks and throwing something on the grill? I love it. Sounds good. It's also a great time for people to start thinking about canning and freezing. It is? Yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Okay. This is the time of year when people that have gardens at home really start to reap the benefits of all the, th the work they've done in their gardens. Well, yeah, because things are starting to come in. This yes. is a good time for the bounty to begin. Right. It's uh, starting at farmer's markets. If you like yes. to shop at your locals. Farmer's market, this is the time. They're up and going. Right. So people that can, this is what they're thinking about. Okay, uh, let's think about it. Right. So we brought in a friend today. Like, she's more than a she's friend. She's more than a friend. <laughs> we may be related. <laughs> no, we brought my sister in, Katie Dees. She is the UT Extension FCS agent in Tifton County. And she is like the Canon Queen. She's the Canon Queen. She's my sister too. Yes. Hey Katie. Hey. Welcome to the show. And we know that canning is what you do. I now it. it's her jam. It's her jam. <laughs> oh, good one, Sarah. Good one. It is. Now, in full disclosure, canning is not what I do. It's not your jam. It's not my jam. <laughs> well, now I've made some jam now. Yes. But as far as the rest of the stuff, I, I don't do it. Right. So let me just ask you, what basic canning tools and items do you need to get started because I'll tell you especially during COVID when everything was on lockdown a lot of people planted gardens in 2020 they did. just because there and was nothing else to continuing do them and they're year. continuing yeah. them and so uh, what what tools do we need to get started well you need some basic canning tools mm -hmm. so obviously you need a water bath canner if you want to make jams and jellies you need a pressure canner if you want to do green beans and other vegetables and things like that you need a canning kit. In the canning kit, you can buy at most any store that sells canning supplies and that has a jar lifter. So you're not having to, when you put your jars in that hot water, mm -hmm. you're not having to use your hands. Burn your hands. <laughs> okay, that's so, good. Jar lifter. Uh, put yeah. it on your desk. <laughs> a jar lifter will be your friend when you're taking the cans in and out of both uh, processing things. Mm -hmm. And then you also need... Um, there's, you need to have towels because you have to wipe the rims off of your uh, jars. Mm -hmm. and obviously, you need jars and mason mason jar types. Don't use any old jelly jars or mayonnaise jars. So make sure you have mason jar types. Yeah, we now, got some jar jars. Questions. Jars have been kind of hard to come by because I've been seeing some discussion yeah. on social media yeah. about where can I find cannon jars. That's what let me know cannon is like back in it style. Is. We yeah. never used to see posts like that. Now right. people are looking for cannon jars. Right. Yeah. So just some basic basic hot pads. So when you hot move pads. your canners on and off the stove. I thought you know, she said iPads. And uh, I was getting ready to say, why? So I can YouTube what I'm doing. Right? I'll need an iPad to hot, keep me going. Hot, hot pads. Hot pads. So don't burn pad. yourself. An yes. apron, you know, so you can keep yourself uh, from getting the product on you. So okay. those are just some basic canning things that you need. But, but definitely the water bath or the pressure canning, depending on which, whatever you want to. And obviously you need the... The product to can. Oh, yeah. we're gonna need some food. Does that just magically appear? That's right. So some people may not want to invest in in these tools we've talked about. So freezing can be a great option. Even people that can like to freeze their food too. That's right. So what are some things to consider in making that decision? Do I want to can this or do I want to just freeze this? Because some things can be canned or frozen, right? Exactly. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For sure. You All can right. even make freezer jam, which is easier. Um, oh. 
Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but the biggest thing to me when you're trying to decide if you want to can or freeze is time. Mm. Because canning takes time. You have to dedicate, I mean, I would say even a half a day or more if you're going to can a lot to uh, the canning process because it, it's a process. It takes time and it's not something you can do and go do other things in your house. You know, you've got to be focused on canning and you know what you're doing so if you don't have a lot of time freezing works just as well to freeze the corn to freeze the green beans or strawberries or tomatoes so yeah freezing um works well too but the time is the biggest thing you need to consider so what about those of us that don't have a garden at home uh we don't have access to fields worth of product (laughs) um do you think we would consider canning or say we just go to the farmer's market ever so often and we buy some produce or would freezing maybe be a better option for us it probably would because unless you buy in bulk at the farmer's market but if you just go occasionally and buy oh that corn looks good i'm gonna buy a few ears that looks i'm gonna buy a little bit of that Mm -hmm. because canning you can can a small amount but it does still the time factor again it's like do i want to take the time to can three cans or is that still gonna take me half a day right it can still take a minute oh my (laughs) especially if you pressure can because no matter how many jars you put in a pressure canner you have to um you know it takes time to build the pressure up and do those things in the pressure canner so really it comes down to time it comes yeah. down to time and okay is it worth your effort yes okay because either yeah. way you're going to get to enjoy the bounty of whatever you right put up, so. you preserved it one way or the yeah, other yeah you preserved it one way or the other well you've talked about water bath and pressure canning so how do i know which foods needs to be done in a water bath versus a pressure canner and this is a question that as extension agents we get <laughs> yes. every Year. Calls upon calls. And we get people that don't like our answers no, a lot. They're going to do grandma, the one they want to do. Yes, <laughs> my great grandma didn't yes. do it that way. You so know? what's the right answer, yes, Katie? So give us, give us the answer here, Kate. All right. For a water bath canner, those are going to be your high acid foods. Things like tomatoes, jams and jelly, strawberries, things like that. Your fruits. Those are going to be in your water bath canner. And that is, um, so, and then in your pressure canner mm-hmm. that's going to be your low acid foods one of the biggest ones i get people to disagree with me on is green beans. i knew you were going to say <laughs> that people will argue yes. you down yes so um pressure canning is the only safe method method for low acid foods such as vegetables meats and poultries so most any vegetable needs, needs to be needs pressure, pressure canned can. yeah. and that's because it's low acid right. And your bacteria and things can right. grow in it if we don't get it to a certain temperature. Certain temperature. It has to be, you know, that temperature is about 240 degrees or higher. And that's what a pressure canner gets to. And a water bath does not. And we want to kill the bacteria. And you Absolutely. want to kill the bacteria. You okay. don't want botulism. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to spread botulism to anyone else. So, yes, that um, that's the two. That's the main reason. You know, a lot of people are kind of scared of pressure canners. But they are they make them so safe. Oh, they're mm-hmm. very safe. Um they don't scare me at all anymore. If you now pressure canning, you do have to be focused on it because you have to watch that pressure on the gauge and all that. You can't walk away from pressure canning. So that's pressure canning definitely takes time, but it's easy, you know, it's fairly simple. You just have to pay attention to what you're doing. So be engaged in the process. Yes. Yeah, you can't start the canner and go off and do laundry. So you gotta stay with the <laughs> right, canner. right. And if people, you know, if y'all are listening and you have questions, you could definitely call your local Extension agent, and they will be glad to walk you through the process. Yeah, and another thing that we do with the local extension offices is test 
lids, canner lids. And, you know, a lot of people don't know what this is or, or when to do it. But if you're using a pressure canner, you can bring the lid only, lid only. into your extension. Yeah. We don't need the whole canner. <laughs> but if you bring the lid only, we can test it. Now, what are we testing uh, for, Katie, and how often should we do this? You should bring it in every year. Have your, especially if you use it a lot during the year, but it's just a good rule to, at the beginning of canning season, bring your lid in mm -hmm. and have it tested because you're testing the pressure. So we'll put it on a little machine that we have and it tests the pressure to make sure that your gauge is reading to the correct amount of pressure. Um, that it's not off because if the your pressure lid is off, it can make a difference in your product. Sure. So we're making sure that if if our gauge reads eleven reads eleven pounds of pressure, we're making sure that your gauge reads eleven pounds of pressure mm. because it can make a difference if you under pressure cook. <laughs> yeah, it could. <laughs> uh, the well, product. it's not going to kill the it's not going to kill the bacteria. And, stuff. Okay. and then also we check. Uh, they'll check the rim, the the rubber. Gasket, gasket around there mm -hmm. to make sure that it's good and in uh, working order, not torn or anything. And you know, if there is something wrong, they'll let you know, and you can easily reorder those um, off yeah. the internet. Or and we do this for free. We do this do doesn't cost anything. Yeah. So contact yeah. your local extension office, and you can get this done. That's right. Well, let me ask you a question about jars, because like Tanil said, they were a hot commodity last <laughs> year. Those in the rings and lids, and we want to ask about those too. But right now, focusing on jars. You know, if I want to use the jars, like I had a lady in my canning class. She kept boxes of them under her bed. So she said she'd hear Under her bed? Yeah. She's protecting those she, things. She said her husband was like, what's under here? And she's like, that's <laughs> on my canning jars. So, you know, so you can reuse them. But what do we need to look at if we're using jars that have been used before to make sure that they are still okay? Because at some point, they may not be. Right. You need to make sure there's no nicks or anything in them, that they're still, you know, no cracks, nicks, and things like that, that they're still in good shape. That's the biggest thing I tell people is, you know, look them over, especially if you had jars for, I know somebody that had some that their grandmother used. Mm. And, you know, I said, as long as they're not nicked or cracked and, you know, yeah. and you can, and they're the right mason type jar that you can put the limp, rib, the rims on, the lids on, that you're good to go. You're so okay. You just need to over, look your jars over and make sure that they're, you know, still in good working order. Okay. So if you've got some under your bed, yeah. you need to pull them out and, <laughs> and them check over, them yeah. before, them over, before you sure. get ready yeah, don't, to. Yeah. Don't just assume that no. everything's okay. Yeah. No. And there again, I'm going to make this point too, because make sure it's a mason type jar. You cannot use old mayonnaise jars, old jelly jars. And think but now grandma work. had all those jars. That's right. why, how I got them under my bed. Right. They were Don't, from my grandmother, <laughs> great grandmother. Yeah. Oh. It has to be a mason type jar. Don't okay. use old don't use old jelly jars because the lids don't fit them and it's not going to work. Okay. Good point. So, okay, speaking of lids, let's talk about our lids and our rings. We we covered the jars. Can I reuse those or once I use them once, do I have to throw them away? What's the deal with that? Now the rings you can reuse because that's just going, you know, as long as they're in still not, not rusted and still look okay, you can use the rings almost, you know, more times than you can use the lid. Okay. Because the lid part, um, you need to make sure if you're going to, I wouldn't reuse it more than once or twice um, because there's a rubber part on that. Yeah, the seal. The yeah. seal. And, yeah, well, you know, it's just going to, over time, it's not going to work yeah. as well or could it get product on it from another uh, thing that you've canned or it could become 
you know, nicked or something and it's just not going to work properly. So I wouldn't use those more than once or twice. Yeah, and that's the good rings, rule of thumb. But the rings you can use. So as long as my rings look good, yeah. I, they're not rusted or dirty, right. all that kind of thing, yeah. I can reuse those. Just keep yeah. using them. The lids, like I say, okay. really more than once or twice, I wouldn't do that. Okay. So. Hmm. Well, this happens in, in our canning classes from time to time. There, like, There's nothing more satisfying in a canning class than when stuff starts to pop. Yes, I love that popping sound. Pop Success. After you feel I've done it. Yes. And then, you know, you start staring at that one that hadn't just popped yet. Hadn't popped yet. <laughs> so, is it okay to reprocess those jars if it doesn't pop within a certain amount of time? It is. Um, we say between the 12 and 24 hour mark. So usually if you can, and you and that's a good idea when you do can, when you pull the product out, the finished product, to have a space on a counter or somewhere where you can leave your jars and let them sit out for 12 to 24 hours without moving them. Now, do I have to watch them no, for 12 to 24 hours? Oh, well, you said I couldn't do anything else. Oh, no. That's just when you've got them in the canner. Oh, okay. Once you get Ooh. them out, the can, out of the canner, you need to set them over somewhere, and you can leave them out, you know, for 12 to 24 hours. And if one has not popped or sealed you can reprocess those but it has to be within that 12 to 24 hour time period okay if but not just eat it right just, if not <laughs> if, if not put in the refrigerator get your fork it. out honey exactly exactly <laughs> Well, that happens a lot, and, and, and I have gotten calls on yeah. that multiple times. Like, well, I processed this stuff yesterday, and, and two didn't pop. Yeah. You know, do I need to throw it out? Well, if it's been within 24 hours, you can reprocess right. or just eat it. Or just eat it. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. I say eat it. <laughs> um, so, you know, going back to grandma, great-grandma, you know, there are recipes that a lot of families have of uh, how to can different things uh, that may be scribbled down and passed <laughs> down. You can find recipes on the internet internet for how to make this and how to can that. How do we know if the recipes that we're using to can are tested? Are they safe? Are they going to kill the bacteria? You need to make sure, good rule of thumb, if it's a ball recipe, mm -hmm. they've all been tested. Like B-A-L-L, -L, the company. like gotcha. the ball company. Okay. Um, USDA, you know, USDA has a website that for canning, home preservation, those recipes are tested. What we what we use a lot is so easy to preserve. It's from the University of Georgia. It's a great book, and all those recipes are tested and um, great to use. And also UT Extension, we have a recipe book, uh, or canning book that mm -hmm. you can get from your Extension office that has tested and good recipes to use. So yeah, you need to make sure that it's either USDA comes from an Extension office. Um, that you know that it's tested and so we need to know our source. Yes, we we can't just source. I would not just find something online and. Like, oh, let's try this. And, okay. and you don't know if it's, you know, tested or approved, you know, to can. Cause, yeah, and we've made a lot of the recipes in our classes from these sources, and right. they're excellent. Mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And they're probably not that far off of what maybe been passed down. Right. The process may have just changed a little. And that's the, that's the most important part is the process has been tested for these things. So that's why it's like this needs to process for 25 minutes or 10 minutes. So we know that the process time seals those lids and kills that bacteria. So that's the biggest part of a recipe is the process time and to making sure that you're killing the bacteria and that you're going to, you know, seal properly. So that's why you need to use good to a know. trusted recipe yeah, yeah. from a source, a good, a trusted source. Okay. So finally, we're done, right? We've tested. <laughs> we've gotten tested recipes. <gasps> we've canned it. It's a lot processed. Everything's popped. We've watched it for 24 <laughs> hours <laughs> to make sure. Yes. So we're at the end of this. What is the shelf life of home canned 
foods, and is there a preferred location that these be stored? The, pro the shelf life is a year. You, you can go over a year, but after a year, it just sometimes, not that it's bad or anything, it just loses its color, maybe the texture and things like that kind of. Like the product the itself, product itself. Yeah. 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 So within a year, but it can go over a year, uh, but we always say a year is a good time frame to use. So after you can, and after the jars of um cool down you need to go write the date that you can mm -hmm. that so you kind of know oh yeah we won't remember <laughs> what day it so, was um and it needs to be sorted you know it needs to be sorted in a cool place you know not out in direct sunlight or a hot words like in your like in your house preferably not in a garage where it gets hot during the summer you need to keep cool keep them in a cool you know in so in our pantry with our our purchased canned yeah, goods, purchased canned goods right? okay. you don't want to keep them in hot places because it could you know sure cause you know some kind of damage to it but uh, but yeah, up to a year, and keeping your you know your pantry and share them and enjoy the bounty through the year. So, so Tanil's ready to like run to the farmers market. I can tell. I know or not. I will <laughs> tell you. I mean, this is an investment of it is an money, investment. time, um, all of this. But you know what? There's nothing more satisfying it's not, it's than good. having something that you can. Yeah, or something homemade gifts and people yes. are like oh that you know they're like oh wow you took the time right or i've given some to sarah the mm -hmm. uh, carrot cake jam i think your husband yes. likes I've made i don't ever. recall getting anything okay. uh -oh, got a little, mm. little, little jealousy on yeah I, I don't think i got mine but anyway <laughs> but yes I'll, I'll get some. your name okay. is now on the list okay good very list. good so but hopefully yes. our listeners are going to do some canning this yes. summer as the produce continues to come in Absolutely. and you know hey it's a great holiday weekend coming up and so we hope that you enjoy that and thank you for joining us for this episode and katie thank you it's so great to be in the same room with you this is amazing yes i've enjoyed it thank yes. you for having me yes yeah, and, and thank if y'all have all. any canning questions you can reach out to your local county extension office and they they can take care of you exactly in the words of mr bob marley live the life you love and love the life you live happy canning and happy fourth of That's july right. yes. bye bye bye